What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Football 24-7. With NFL insider John McMullen across the Jacob Media YouTube channel as we come to you and start now our countdown to kickoff, Johnny Mac. Looking ahead uh, for uh, looking ahead to the home opener, it'll be a raucous crowd at Lincoln Financial Field uh, on Sunday. I'm so ex- I'm so excited. I can't wait to get uh, to the uh, to the opener uh, on Sunday. A lot to talk about. San Francisco 49ers, of course a narrow escape uh, against Detroit, perhaps a costly uh, win for the team. Uh, We'll talk about that in this report. Jalen Hurts' jersey is off the hook in terms of uh, the number of people that are buying the Jalen Hurts jersey uh, following that Sunday victory uh, over Atlanta. Let's get opening thoughts from Uh, Our NFL insider, Football 24-7's John McMullen. Johnny Mac, welcome in here on a a Tuesday night, our Tuesday Tuesday edition. Well, you know, we call it overreaction Monday, Krause. That's good. That's good. That's bad. We're a Tuesday now, so you got to start scaling back, start turning the page. We did talk to the coordinators today, so that'll be the last sort of respite of what went on against the Atlanta Falcons. Mm -hmm. You gotta look. You gotta look forward in this league. You gotta look at the San Francisco 49ers, a much tougher opponent. We don't know how good they're going to be. Um, Super Bowl team a couple years ago when Nick Bosa was healthy, uh, fell back, had a ton of injuries last season. Already started with two significant injuries in Week One, so that bad luck continues for the 49ers. But It's going to be a tougher test. We just don't know how tough that test is going to be. So it it is time to turn the page. You're supposed to have a 24-hour rule. Hey, buy the jerseys, but but make sure you're ready for the San Francisco 49ers. Because a lot of times, I said this uh, on Birds 365, you know, Nick Saban, Jalen Hurts always talks about the rat poison, and people assume that's negative. Jalen explained to me, when we were talking one-on-one, that's not necessarily negative. When you're playing at Alabama, all you do is win. And so you get a lot of pats on your back, a lot of how great you are, a lot of how awesome you are, 500% jersey increase in sales. And you got to go out there and keep that focus for the next week. Uh, So the positive could be just as much a rat poison as the negative. And that's what the Eagles are trying to Uh, circumvent and we're going to find out are the Atlanta Falcons really that bad or the Philadelphia Eagles really that good it's probably somewhere in between 
We'll have that discussion tonight here on Football 24-7. Don't forget to share, like, and continue to subscribe on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. I'll take a short programming reminder uh, to remind everybody this Friday night, 7 p.m., right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We'll give away, we'll have a live broadcast, a special countdown to kick off to the Sunday game. Uh, We'll roll everybody through. Uh, We'll have a lot of fun. But one lucky subscriber will win a pair of tickets to a pair of season tickets for the 2021 Eagles. We're giving it away on Friday night. One hell of a prize. uh, And we're doing it as our way of thanking all of our subscribers and viewers uh, and our commenters on our channel, Johnny Mack, it's been, you and I were talking about it today, uh, the growth uh, and the amount of exposure uh, that we continue to enjoy with a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work by you, a lot of hard work by Xander Krause, a lot of hard work by all the personalities, and also a lot of hard work by the subscribers uh, and by those in the chat room uh, and those watching Birds 365. Uh, we appreciate it all. Uh, and uh, we'll reward one lucky subscriber uh, with a pair of season tickets. We'll do that uh, on Friday night. A little bit later, I'll tell you about Thursday night. How about Las Vegas last night? Well, we begin registering. Yes, we're sending uh, somebody out to Vegas, Johnny Mac. I promise they will not be on your flight into Sin City, (laughs) Uh, but we will also send somebody out to Las Vegas Uh, More on that in a moment. Uh, Before we transition out of today and kind of close the book on the Atlanta game, I just want to get a little deeper with you um, or have you provide for us a little bit more from what the coordinators talked about Um, uh, offensively. uh, There was some nitpicking about Jalen Hurts didn't throw the long ball uh, a lot uh, in the game uh, against Atlanta. Uh, a byproduct of uh, the scheme, a byproduct of what? Oh, no question. They schemed Jalen Hurts for some easy throws to get uh, to get him some confidence early. I mean, you think about how the game started with two bubble screens. So, I mean, look, those are easy completions. And one of the things we talked about sort of ad nauseum in the offseason was 52%, 52%, 52%. That was Jalen Hurts's completion percentage in an era of football where 65% is average. Well, there's a reason 65% is average. And you saw why yesterday. You put your quarterback in a position that, to have uh, short throws where the receiver's your athletes, your playmakers can make plays on the back end of those throws. Uh, Nick Sirianni schemed up Jalen Hurts uh, early to get him some some of, some of those cheap throws, so to speak, where you get easy completions. And all of a sudden, you start to gain some confidence. And when you do go down the football field, um, you're feeling a little bit better about yourself. And voila, 52% is 77%. Uh, in one game, 77. So that's that's pretty good. Um, obviously, you can't continue at that pace. That would be an NFL record. Um, but it shows you what it can mean to get the quarterback that kind of confidence early in a football game. Ultimately, I think he only threw it eight times over 10 yards. 
Now, he was very successful when he threw it over 10 yards, and I think part of that, again, is the confidence of getting going early with some easy completions. Defensive side of the football, Johnny Mack. Uh, let's talk specifically about two uh, players uh, on the defensive line who played a lot, who didn't get any stats in the column, uh, Ryan Kerrigan, Fletcher Cox. Again, one of our pre-show conversations. Hey, did Ryan Kerrigan play on Sunday? He did. Uh, <laughs> played a lot. Yeah. Played a lot. Fletcher Cox did as well. Didn't really get anything on the stat sheet. That doesn't mean they didn't have a good game. No, the Eagles gave up 260 yards, and, you know, most of that was in the first two drives. And and from there, they were basically lights out. And the front four specifically, the guys who picked up um, the, the, the stats were Javon Hargrave, Hassan Ridgeway, especially late. Javon Hargrave was tremendous. I thought he was the best defensive player on the field for the Eagles. But Fletcher Cox and, and Jonathan Gannon mentioned him today. I mean, look, when you're he's the guy on the Eagles defense. He's the guy you game plan for if you're the opposing offensive coordinator. Everybody starts. When you're game planning, you start with somebody. And if you're playing the Philadelphia Eagles and you're an offensive coordinator or an offensive head coach, you start by saying, we got to block Fletcher Cox. That's usually a double team. And if it is a double team, it's going to open up uh, one-on-ones for guys like Hargrave and Ridgeway, who had big days rushing the passer, and the outside guys as well. So, you know, it all works in concert, and and that's what Gannon tries to explain probably every time he talks to us. It's pass rush coverage, coverage pass rush. You know, however you can get it done. If you can cover a second more to let the pass rush get there, great. If the pass rush gets there early to help the corners, great. 260 yards and six points. We just had a defensive coordinator here that nobody liked that was a bottom-line guy. Well, the bottom line is 260 yards and six points. That's successful any way you look at it. We'll see how that plays out when they get into game number two, the home opener on Sunday at the link. It's a one o'clock kickoff. Uh, I kind of feel it's like it's Gannon against head coach Kyle Shanahan, uh, you know, as the matchup. Uh, The defense uh, is will be, I think, the deciding factor uh, in this one, perhaps more so than the offense's ability to control the football and put points up on the board. Agree or no? Well, it's going to be interesting because in a lot of ways, this game is strength versus strength. Uh, The 49ers have a great running game, great running attack, really good at it. No matter who, even though Raheem Mostert got hurt that, you know, it doesn't matter if they bring in a rookie, he gets a hundred yards. A couple of years ago, they had injuries all over the place. They're still running through, Minnesota and Green Bay to get to the Super Bowl. Um, They almost won the Super Bowl running the football. Everybody will tell you Kyle Shanahan has the best running scheme in the NFL. And look, if there is a potential weakness on that Eagles defense, it's stopping the run. On the other hand, uh, you know, defensively, San Francisco's got Nick Bosey's back. He's healthy. He was one of the most dominant players in football as a rookie when they went to the Super Bowl. He was injured last year. 
he's going to be real deep. You want to look at Jordan Mailata's uh, advancement as a player? Focus in this week because he is facing one of the best. Uh, and if he performs at a high level this week, you can really take up the sort of the the hype when it comes to Jordan Mailata because it doesn't get any tougher than Nick Bosa. Eric Armstead, they're very good up front. They have one of the best linebackers in football and Fred Warner. Just a much better team than what the Eagles had in week one. Now, I don't like the quarterback. So, you know, that helps because you're not going to be scared of the quarterback. And they're doing the old um, bring in the young guy, Trey Lance, for a package, a play here or there. He had one throw for a touchdown. But Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the guy, and he's he's not going to scare you. Football 24-7 across the Jacob Media YouTube channel with uh, John McMullen as we uh, come to you on this Tuesday night. It's a Tuesday edition uh, of Football 24-7. The team goes <clears> back uh, to work uh, tomorrow, Johnny Mac. Full practice, everybody back in the building. You'll get, I guess, an official injury report. But what do you know uh, on the surface? What do you know about injuries today? Uh, anything out there? Uh, I know the 49ers, as you mentioned, uh, had a couple of injuries and, and a couple of announcements of players that will not play uh, come Sunday. Starters that will not play. Yeah, Raheem Mostert uh, confirmed himself he's going to have season-ending surgery. So, you know, it's interesting. He, We were just talking about him last week with, with Bob Lang, who was the Eagles PR guy, and he came from San Francisco. He's here. He went to San Francisco. He came back, and he said, what, what a story Raheem Mostert is. He started here with the Eagles in 2015 as an undrafted free agent out of Purdue. He got cut, he got cut, he got cut all over the place. Finally works his way into a job with San Francisco as a special teams player. And all of a sudden, he's a great gunner. He's one of the best gunners in the NFL. And then they give him a chance as a running back because just of what I said, with all those injuries they had at the running back position, and bang, he goes nuts. And he just proves he should be on the field. And in a lot of ways, he's similar to Alex Singleton here. He finally got his opportunity. He he seized his opportunity and unfortunately got hurt. He's out for the year. So that's going to hurt San Francisco. And then Jason Barrett, uh, the cornerback, who is their best cornerback. And that's going to be very difficult for them to overcome that. Because anytime you lose a high-level corner and – he, he was expected to be San Francisco's best corner. That's really, really difficult. New defensive coordinator, familiar to all uh, e uh, to all Philadelphia Eagle fans. Uh, he'll get his opportunity uh, against head coach Nick Sirianni, who uh, will begin game planning. And I, I want to um, get some thought from you about what Nick will do. As you said, John, now – it's on tape. Now yeah. it's on film. So I don't know if one game is enough for the air to be out of the balloon or for the surprise to no longer be an un uh, to be uh, a surprise expectation. Uh, is it or what will they do? Um, it probably it it probably isn't. Um, but it's going to be a lot more difficult. It starts from moment one. Remember, this is a much more 
accomplished coaching staff as a whole than the Eagles just went up against. So number one, you have Kyle Shanahan, as you mentioned, is one of the better, at least more one of the more well-regarded head coaches in this league. Uh, Mike McDaniel is the offensive coordinator. Um, D'Amico Ryan's our old friend, is the defensive coordinator. He replaces Robert Sala, who's now the head coach of the Jets. Uh, and Richard Hightower is their special teams coordinator, and he 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 kind of mentored the Eagles special teams coordinator, Michael Clay, who was out in San Francisco. So it's it's a really well-regarded coaching staff. And yeah, I mean they're not going to they're not going to be as easy to fool. They also have significant talent, as I mentioned, in the in the front seven specifically, with Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and, and Fred Warner, who was their middle linebackers, one of the best two or three middle linebackers probably in the entire NFL. So, you know. Maybe they have Fred Warner spy Jalen Hurts. He's got the athleticism to do that. Um, you could you could just see a much more difficult hurdle. Not to say the Eagles aren't going to get over it, um, but if 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 they win this game coming up on Sunday, they're going to earn this game because you, you go back to the offensive side. Trent Williams, best left tackle in football. Period. You know, Mike McGlinchey, Philadelphia area kid, Alex Mack, Lakin Tomlinson. And, you know, their playmakers, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, they're sort of they're sort of like the modern playmakers the Eagles want Jalen Rager to be. Those guys who can who can not only catch the football but be manufactured touch guys. Especially Debo Samuel, who's healthy, was banged up a lot last year. Really, really difficult guy to deal with because you don't know where he's going to line up. He's he's where's Waldo. He might line up in the backfield. He might be a receiver. They might put him in motion, jet sweeps, things like that. Just a really, really well-coached team. So it, it it's going to be a strong test and a better – we're going to have a better feel, feel for what the Eagles really are after this game. I know that the word we talked about going into the Atlanta game, uh, the word that you used a lot was uncertainty. Uh, I'm wondering now after, and it's only one game, but I'm wondering if that is appropriate anymore. Well, I, I think we know that the Eagles aren't going to be really, really bad. There were some people who, a lot of national observers who thought this was going to be one of the worst teams in football. Um, I think we can scratch that off the list. Um, you know, Jody and I on birds 365, we were, we've said eight wins pretty early because, you know, if you're here locally, you see this offensive line, you see this defensive line, you say to yourself, you saw it against Atlanta. If you have a top five offensive line, a top five defensive line, you're going to be able to win some games. Uh, even if the other people can't hold up their end of the bargain. So that's where you kind of get to that 500 area. Now we have to answer the question, does this team have a chance to be really good or are they just going to be up one week down another week? And, and that's why I think this game is so much more important than the Atlanta game. Look, Atlanta's not going to be good. 
I, they're not a good football team. And, and I didn't think they were as bad as they looked, but they're a pretty bad football team. From a talent perspective, from everything, San Francisco, they're good. They might not be great, but they're a, they're a good, solid football team. If you beat them, and if you beat them handily, then you start to think we might be we might be seeing something special here. You you can be very good early, John, but still not be a very good football team. Meaning you can win some games early, uh, <clears throat> but not but not be a very good football team when you look at things in totality. This year it's a this year it's a seventeen game season, but I I kind of feel like this first six games is the litmus test. Barrett Brooks always says, I'll know what a team looks like after four games, certainly after six, because the test is here. We'll know more as to, no, I don't know whether or not we'll be able to answer the question, are they real or, real or not? But we'll certainly know a lot more after that. Yeah, you remember 2016, the Eagles got off to a really good start. Carson Wentz's rookie year, Doug Peterson's first year. I think they won the first three games, but they weren't a good football team. They were just sort of uh, turning the corner into becoming a good football team. Needed sort of a year to to marinate, and then we all know what happened. Um, maybe that's what they are here. Uh, maybe you look a little bit better early because of a, a bad football team. Again, it starts to get more difficult. Really, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. I mean, those two games will tell you all you need to know about where this team is. I'm still not sure. I said you looked at that opening Thursday night game, Tampa and Dallas. And I think I said after that game on, on football 24-7, can the Eagles win that type of game? Can the Eagles win that type of game where it just goes back and forth and you got to throw the football and you got to keep up and it's like a basketball game back and forth, 100 high scoring, 130 to 125. I'm not, I'm, I, you know, they were playing with the lead. They had a bad football team off balance. If Patrick Mahomes is there making throw after throw after throw after throw, do they have the ability to match that? Probably not. Um, so, you know, as much excitement as there is now, you got to wait to see how they handle the really, really good teams. John, do you think that this team offensively can hold up in a shootout? Opening game, San Francisco, Detroit put a lot of points up uh, on the board, got a little bit closer, I think, than San Francisco uh, wanted it to be late in that second half. Uh, can the Eagles go toe for toe? Can the uh, no, that's what I, I don't think so. That's what I was just saying. I, I don't think they can just sit back and throw the football um, and win that type of game. So they have to, you know, you have to win. There are different ways to win. You can, and and their formula is probably get the lead, you know, make sure you have that dual threat still available. The real test for Jalen Hurts is going to be when you're down 14 points and the defense is pinning their ears back and the running game is off the table, you know, what are you going to do at that point? That. That's where the uncertainty remains. 
But, you know, if they're, they're playing from the lead and they have the RPOs on the table, they got a chance to be very effective. At some point, you're going to be behind by two scores. This is not college football. Um, you're going to play some really good teams. I don't think they're in that place where they can win that type of way. Well, perhaps the raucous crowd at the link on Sunday, and I've got to believe, Johnny Mack, when you get to the stadium uh, on Sunday and you, I don't know if you meander your way through lot H or if you work your way through the crowd <laughs> uh, to get into the building, but I've got to believe the link is going to be as loud as it's been uh, in a long, long time uh, for what is the much-anticipated home opener. And I think the fan base, all in all, has been served up a great game to open up coming off of the win in Atlanta. Yeah, certainly, as I said, yeah, really good opponent, really good. Yeah, the environment's going to be good. Now I'm going to be there early. Ross Tucker gets there first. I get there second. It's all about beating traffic, Krause. <laughs> Um, So, no, I'm not going to deal with any of the meandering. But you can imagine the fans have been, you know, hyped up. They didn't get to go to the games. A uh, few fans got to go to a couple games there in the middle of the season. But, you know, 70,000 fans in Lincoln Financial Field, nobody wants to play here. It's not like Atlanta where there's going to be 10,000 empty seats and there's 15, 20,000 Eagles fans. This is not an easy place to play. Like, share, subscribe uh, across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Don't forget about our season ticket holder giveaway. Special broadcast begins uh, on Friday, Thursday night, 6 p.m., 6 to 8. If you're from the Philadelphia region, get out to Screwballs, sports bar in king of prussia why do you want to go there special countdown to kickoff broadcast on thursday night surprise crew uh out there on thursday night and we will begin registering johnny mac for our giveaway to las vegas now if you've looked on uh, Ticketmaster, or if you've looked on StubHub and you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, those tickets are through the roof. We've got two great seats to give away. Uh, we're thrilled to send uh, somebody out there. We begin that registration process on Thursday night. A little bit different than just being a subscriber on the Jacob Media YouTube channel for the season tickets. This is a completely different uh, process. One last thing, Johnny Mac, I want to ask uh, you about in, uh, uh, adjustments. I want to ask you about adjustments. The coaching staff is now prepared with their implementation of their plan for the incoming opponent. That's what they're getting ready for. That's what they'll work on beginning tomorrow, Wednesday, when the team goes back to work. Does the game plan, and I hope I get across what I'm trying to say here, does the game plan include adjustments learned from the previous week, or is it a completely new set of adjustments based on your opponent? 
Um, both. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously you look at uh, the few things that you didn't do well um, against the Atlanta Falcons, and you might want to tweak them or you might want to scrap uh, what that does, and you specifically look at your opponent. Um, as I said, <clears throat> when I was talking about Fletcher Cox, you know, the Eagles are going to look at the 49ers and say, okay, where do you start? Where do you start with the San Francisco 49ers? Offensively, <clears throat> they know they're going to have to stop the run. That's probably number one, the thought process coming in. Then you start looking at the playmakers and say, okay, George Kittle is out there. Um, Debo Samuel is out there. Uh, those are the guys you kind of start with. Defensively, um, if you're Nick Sirianni, first thing you got to do, got to block Nick Bosa. How do you do that? Uh, it's easier said than done. Um, then comes Fred Warner. Um, as I said, one of the best linebackers in football. Uh, so those are kind of the two guys you start with and say, okay, we got to get these guys handled. Then maybe we can do some things. That's sort of where game planning starts. And it varies, obviously, from opponent to opponent. But you do look at what you did in the prior week. For instance, I wrote about this on Sports Illustrated. I thought this was, was a really positive sign for Nick Sirianni. He had J.J. Ortega-Whiteside out there um, early in the game, a surprise starter. Uh, he was out there to block because they called a couple bu bubble screens to Quez Watkins. Uh, they scripted it. Uh, Nick had the forethought, and, and I thought this was, was positive because he visualized this, and he said, you know, we're going to have to give him the ball at times because you can't allow the opponent to say, okay, 19 is on the field. It's it's a bubble screen. He's going to block. He's, he, he's not relevant as a playmaker. So you have to get him the football at times at, to, to so-called trend buster where they don't know what necessarily is coming um, might not sound like a big deal, but it is a big deal that, that, you know, it's always about execution, but before you can get to the execution, you have to visualize what you need to do. He understands the minute you're standing still in this league, you're getting lapped because if you stay the same and you go back to Chip Kelly in 2013, first game, everybody remembers that first game set the world on fire with the first half against Washington. Everybody was going, oh, this is innovation. This is new football. Turned out to be the second half was a better indication than the first half when Washington caught up and nearly won the football game. I think it was 33-27. Chip never adjusted. Nick Sirianni had Atlanta off balance, but he knows he can't just do that over and over and over and over. Because the adjustments are coming. They're coming, and they're going to start with the San Francisco 49ers. He has to adjust back. And the fact that he knows that, I think, is a positive sign. If the number one thing for this football team to attack San Francisco is to stop the run, and you use the only body of work that you have as an example, the Atlanta game, in terms of how the defense did against the run 
And you can make an argument really that it wasn't so much an adjustment that the Eagles made in the second half in terms of stopping the run. It was that Matt Ryan actually had to start throwing the football uh, and, and, and the running game was no longer in play uh, for the Falcons. So what are you doing? What, what is Gannon doing? What adjustments will he make to make sure that they shut down the run? I, I mean, yeah, look, I said after the game, I said it's nitpicking, but put an asterisk next to the way Atlanta was able to run the football early because the Eagles don't have a lot of talent at linebacker. They just don't. Um, they haven't uh, put a lot of uh, assets into the, the position as a whole. Um, so you got you to gotta do the best you can. You got to count on Fletcher Cox. You got to count on Javon Hargrave. They have to keep the offensive linemen off the second level. If guys like Trent Williams and Mike McClinchy and Lincoln Tomlinson can get to the second level, San Francisco is going to be able to run the football. So you have to count on your front four. That's the strength of your team. Football 24-7 across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Before we say goodbye, Johnny Mac, uh, in light of the Jalen Jersey mania, big shout-out to Xander Krause, right? He was a believer when Jalen Hurts was Well, he's an Alabama guy. Of course he's a believer. <laughs> it's not the Eagles, it's Alabama. And by the uh, way, Jalen's um, jersey sales are up 500%. Uh, our subscriber numbers are up way over 500%. So I, we even beat Jalen Hurts. I love that, Johnny Mac. Great stuff. Great way to end. Uh, don't forget, uh, at the <clears> very <throat> end of this video, uh, watch the updated information or watch the video information on what you need to do for Friday night in terms of being right here for our season ticket holder giveaway. That's going to do it for Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. On behalf of all of our subscribers who tuned in tonight, our executive producer, Sander Krause, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody.